everyone and welcome to episode 560 of So You Want to Be a Writer, the podcast that's all about writing and publishing. My name's Valerie Koo. I'm CEO of the Australian Writer Centre, the world's leading centre for writing courses, and I'm your host. What have you been up to this week? I have been watching this show on Paramount Plus, and I feel like it's kind of flown under the radar a bit, but I'm really enjoying it. It's called One Night, and it's actually set against the backdrop of the Sydney publishing world. I had no idea about this when I first started watching it. I literally stumbled on it and and kind of started watching to see where it was going to go, and it's totally kind of my scene. Anyway, it stars Jodie Whittaker, who is um, Doctor Who, right? But she's playing an Aussie and she has a very, very convincing uh, convincing Australian accent. So, you know, well done, Jodie. And it also stars Nicole De Silva, who is the wonderful actor from shows like Wentworth. She was Frankie. Um, and also she played a cop in Rush. Um, and she's been in a, a number of other shows. And she's just such a fantastic Australian actress. And also Yale Stone, who is also another Australian actress who um, was recently in Picnic and Hanging Rock. Well, you know, the new version of Picnic and Hanging Rock. Um, and of course, uh, she was she starred in Orange is the New Black. There are also many other big names like Noni Hazelhurst, Les Hill, remember Les Hill, and lots of others. Anyhow, I haven't finished the entire series yet. I'm only a couple of episodes in, but I'm certainly intrigued. So Nicole De Silva plays a character called Simone who writes a memoir and in it she talks about her friends um, whose names are Tess and Hat, played by Jodie and Yale, and it's also about a night when they were young, like I think they're around 40 now, but I think a particular incident occurred when they were maybe 17 or 18, When and it was a terrible incident. Ultimately, she's writing about the truth, or the truth as she saw it, right? At the last minute before publication, well, because she, she kind of is, I mean, anarring whether to publish. Uh, this isn't a spoiler. It happens really early. Um, but she decides to publish it, you know, but without her name. So it's by anonymous, like it says, a novel by anonymous. But of course, all her friends know that it's her and that it's about them and it's about things that happen to them and their wider friend group. So the themes of the show, well, of the story are about truth, interpretation of truth, memory, friendship, loyalty, and and other sort of deep and meaty things that are where there are a lot of blurred lines. I'm pretty riveted as the story is definitely gripping me so far. And the acting is pretty wonderful, especially from Nicole De Silva and Yellstone. Although I must admit that I get a bit distracted from time to time because they seem to have filmed it around Thoreau, which is near Wollongong, um, south of Sydney, and Avalon, which is about as far north of Sydney that you can get. And those places are about three hours apart, but they've kind of melded it into the same neighbourhood. One minute you're at Coldale, the next minute you're at Whale Beach, and that was around the corner. So that's a bit distracting. Most people probably wouldn't know that, I guess. Um, anyhow, that's fine. I can suspend disbelief like that. But then... <laughs> Because it's set in the publishing world and there's book launches and they look at books and stuff. I find myself muttering at the TV with no real bookshop looks like that or no good typesetter would ever format a novel in that way. (laughs) 
Anyhow, if you can stop yourself from being distracted from such things, it's pretty good viewing so far. So I think it's six parts and it is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Okay, but let's move on to our wonderful author for this episode. As you know, this um, is a new series in So You Want to Be a Writer, and it's where I'm delving further into the publishing journey of authors who not that long ago were aspiring writers. And it's actually great in this TV series to see Simone go from this you know, person who has a manuscript and doesn't really know whether she's good enough or whether the story is interesting enough. And there's a scene of the phone call, you know, where they, where, where, where she gets told she's being published. So, um, um, no wonder I'm riveted to this story, right? But anyway, uh, I'm talking to authors who weren't, um, published not that long ago, but now they are, they're firmly carved out their, their, the start of their author career. And I think that's interesting. I mentioned it before, but I think it's interesting because um, it's really relatable, unlike pot- potentially an author who may be doing it for 20 or 30 years. Their journey to publication is still also really interesting, but it is hard to relate to the steps they took to get there because often the the world of publishing was very different when they first started out. So I would definitely wanted to bring you these stories from authors who've been published a bit more recently so you can hear the steps they've taken and hopefully take some inspiration or guidance even from some of the things that they've done. So now I want you to meet Jo Dobrovsky and she has three book deals. Um, So she's published two picture books and one middle grade novel, which is out now. And she's done several courses at the Australian Writers' Centre. And this is one of them. This podcast is brought to you by the Australian Writers' Centre, a world leader in writing courses. Do you want to write for children? Would you like to create characters and stories that kids will love? Our course in writing children's novels is the perfect way to start your journey towards becoming a children's author. This course focuses on writing for middle grade, that's 8 to 13 year olds. You'll discover how to find your voice, understand the market, take your characters and your readers on epic adventures and create a blueprint for succeeding as a writer. You'll also enjoy the convenience of learning online with your very own tutor providing direct feedback on your writing. You can find out more at writerscentre.com.au slash children. That's writerscentre.com.au slash children. Today, I'm talking to Jo Dabrowski, who has carved out a career as a children's author. She started with the picture book, Have You Seen My Friend?, followed by Higher, about a boy who wants to go higher and higher. Her latest is a middle grade novel, Get Your Act Together, Doris Kozlowski. She's also a graduate of several Australian Writers' Centre courses. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jo. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so excited to be talking to you about your author journey because you have written not one, not two, but three books, two of them picture books and one a middle grade novel. Now, the one that's out now, the the latest one is this one. Yeah. Get Your Act Together, Doris Kozlowski. Or is it Kozlowski? (laughs) Well, actually, it's funny because I do pronounce my name Dabrowski, but for some reason I have always had her in my head as Doris Kozlowski. I don't know why. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for people who haven't um, got their hands on a copy yet, can you tell us what this is about? Okay. So Doris Kozowski is 11 years old. She's starting year six. She lives with her um, slightly odd family. She lives with her mum who loves musicals and takes any opportunity that she can to break out into song. Her little brother Howard, whose head is always full of facts and information that he's more than happy to um, spout off and share. And he also has a habit of befriending pebbles and potatoes. And her bakcha, which means grandma in Polish, who is all about feeding and overfeeding everyone, basically. And, um, and so Doris has a best friend called Felicity and Felicity is, sort of, is Doris's ticket for, to feeling a little more normal, doing air quotes, even though I know it's a podcast. So, um, so uh, but unfortunately, at the beginning of year six, before their first class even starts, Felicity has ditched Doris for the far more popular girls in year six. And so Doris, the book is about Doris's journey of trying to win Felicity back and via a talent show that they have at the start of the year but it's also it's it's about Doris learning whether or not actually she should be winning Felicity back and um and I don't want to give anything away though obviously so I kind of of course I end this part (laughs) I'd be pressing um the door open button now that'd be the end of my pitch (laughs) all right so what made you think of this idea and what made you want to write it Okay, so I had um, I had never actually planned to write a novel when I started sort of thinking that perhaps I'd try my hand at writing children's books. So I had always imagined that picture books were kind of my my area, especially because I think because I come from a background in advertising and one of the things that I really liked about being a copywriter was that it was the turnaround was relatively quick. You got a project, you got a brief, you worked on it, you moved on to the next one and the next one, and I, I thought that that would be that was basically a reflection of my attention span as well. And um, obviously, writing picture books is of much now. I know that it takes a lot longer than um than I had imagined. But um, but basically, once once I had started writing a few picture books, I did um the course was called what was it called writing um, for children. writing right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, after I'd done that, it was really only I did that course purely with the Australian Writers Centre, purely, so thank you for that, Valerie, purely um, because I wanted to, I thought that by doing that I would sort of like improve my writing of just just my writing in general, I suppose, and it was in the final assignment that the assignment was to write from the perspective of a teenager and, um, and I think it was just a diary entry and I got some really positive feedback from Pamela was the tutor and um, and how my um, piece had really made her laugh a few times and that really gave me a real lift and I thought, oh, maybe I could try this as well. And so it was it really was like just as a result of that that I thought I'd give it a go and, um, and I quite quickly thought of the character of Doris and kind of the, her anxieties and her angst and her her journey, her issue with feeling different and um and then but obviously the other characters came later and the whole story sort of developed more slowly than that right so let's backtrack because I'd love uh listeners to know your journey to publication or to, to the various publications that um that are out now so way back 
um, you did the uh, course writing picture books and then you wrote and got book deals for two picture books, right? And which which one came first? So I did at the beginning of, uh, it was 2018, I did the picture book course in uh, February and then it was, I had already written a couple of manuscripts but none of them, they'll probably never come to fruition to be honest, so we'll never, we'll never see those on the shelves. But um, but uh, after that I, I wrote um, Have You Seen, it's here, Have You Seen My Friend, which ended up being published as a board book but when I wrote it I wasn't thinking about whether it was a board book. I, I had imagined it as a picture book. And, um, and so I wrote that at the start of 2018 and then um, I wrote over then the course of that year, I kept I kept sort of working on more and I was trying to get that one kind of, you know, out to obviously to publishing companies. But it wasn't until the start of the following year that I met at Kidlit Vic, um, which is that in if anyone doesn't know, it's the... It's sort of it's a it's a one day it's not two days I think so, so over the course of one day in Melbourne and they have done it again in person since COVID time since lockdown but I did it it was obviously pre-COVID and you spend a day listening to various people from the publishing industry talk so it's you know editors and publishers and you can also book yourself in for I think it's I think it's only like ten minutes maybe you have an assessment with an editor or publisher and so I was lucky enough to that day meet Davina Bell who used to, she's now at Allen and Unwin, but she was at a fan press. And I had um, two picture book manuscripts that I, you could ask for an assessment of. And so I had sent two, but neither of them were, have you seen my friend? And so in chatting with Davina, and she was really positive about my work, I also just happened to have in my handbag a copy <laughs> of, have you seen my friend, as well as a sample of chapters of Get Your Act Together, Doris Kozlowski, and a quick brief synopsis which I shared with her as well and she was really positive about both of them but um in you know now I know as well how long things take so that was at the beginning of 2019 that I met her but it wasn't until the very end of that year that Davina got back in touch and offered me a contract for have you seen my friend well and what during that year were you just thinking oh this hasn't really gone anywhere or were you in regular touch with her no, I wasn't in regular touch with her. No, I just, it is that thing that I think that everyone, um, if you've ever emailed an editor or publisher, there is a really long wait. Um, it's very rare that, you know, once in a while someone will reply quickly, but generally now I can see that they're, they have, they're juggling a lot of balls at once, basically working on a lot of manuscripts, dealing with a lot of people writing very similar emails to me, just checking in to see if you've, you know, had a chance to blah, blah, blah. And, um, and so, uh, no, I definitely wasn't in regular touch with her. And I sort of that, that year, 2019, I kept my head down and was writing the, like a full manuscript for Get Your Act Together, Doris Kozlowski, basically. So, but no, no, not regular contact, no. So by the end of 2019, you got the book deal for Have You Seen My Friend? And yeah. then when did it come out? So then I didn't, then then obviously at the start of, I didn't actually sign a contract until the start of 2020s, even that process is slow. Um, <laughs> and then obviously by that stage, the world was beginning to change. COVID had begun. And so I um, 
finished, I signed that contract at the beginning of 2020 and then Davina left a firm and went to um, uh, Alan and Unwin and then we then I waited until they got another um, head of children's publishing and her name is Tash Bezliev and she and she didn't come on until May 2020 so then there was a lot of waiting as well for that so basically uh, Have You Seen My Friend wasn't published until I have to check the back of it, 2021 so a, right. a full a full uh, year and a half after signing the contract yeah, because sometimes these things happen, right? I mean, people leave and uh, people new people need to be recruited and stuff. Sometimes gets put on hold. Not always, but some, but but often gets put on hold. So yeah. then, um, was higher, which is your other picture book. Was yeah. it after that? Yes. So then, whilst I was um, waiting, once once we'd gone into lockdown, basically, um, I'm in Melbourne, and so we were in a really long lockdown for 2020 and 2021. So by that stage already, we were in lockdown and I was working on trying to have other picture book ideas. And that's when I wrote Higher. And also in the meantime, I had um, been really fortunate to have received a really um, thorough, amazing manuscript assessment of Doris Kozlowski from Karen Foxley, who wrote, I'm sure you know, Lenny's Book of Everything and lots of other amazing books. And um, and so at the same time, I was also taking on board her feedback and I was redrafting Doris Kozlowski at that time. And so were you fitting this in in amongst your full-time gig, your your day job? So at that time, the you know the world was shut down. So I didn't I didn't have a lot of freelance work. So I had I haven't worked inside an advertising agency for many years, not since my boys were born. So I've got a they've um, at the time they were one was in year three and one was in year five, and um and so what I was squeezing it in around was a lot of homeschooling and um snack making basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, kitchen benchtop wiping and so uh, that was that was my struggle over those two years was that um I what freelance work I did have I had to squeeze in around them and plus then the writing was definitely pushed down to the bottom of the list where sometimes it wasn't until their school day had finished that I could get some time on my own to sit down and keep working. You managed to do it though, obviously, because you got these three books out. Can but you tell me? It is that thing of when you look back, you go, "Oh yeah, that doesn't seem that long." But at the time, it was, um, yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> Take me back to when you did the writing picture books course. What were you hoping to get out of it, and what did you get out of it? So, um, I suppose, well, but at the, when I first did it, I'd only written one. I'd written one picture book manuscript and I had had ideas for a few others but um but it's one of those things I, I mean maybe you know obviously everyone's different but for me I was you you I've read a lot of picture books you know I love that I've always loved them I've always read them to my children obviously I've had two and so um and I kept I sort of had a collection even before I had kids and I kept collecting them even after they had grown out of them and so you have 
I think, an idea, an assumption of how easy something's going to be or how straightforward it's going to be. Or I've read that, I could do that, or I know I understand that. And so it was what was fantastic about the course was that um, a lot of those assumptions were like, I was proven completely wrong. And what I enjoyed was understanding uh, the rules and the parameters and, um, and that I think is another hangover from advertising days where you have, you get a brief, this is what you need to include, this is what you need to say, and your job is to walk away and try and think of the most creative and interesting way that you can say it. And so knowing that I, I quite like, I like there being restrictions on me. And, um, and so understanding the things like the whole 32 page format or the word count or the, um, that that's sort of there's you know that three act kind of thing you know then this happens and this happens and this happens is that's one way of doing it and so it's kind of in understanding the rules then of course you can go away and break them but um but it was really helpful to me to understand them and go oh right that's what I've been doing wrong or I had no idea or my original my very first manuscript I think was more than a thousand words and I thought it was perfectly fine and it wasn't there was no way that was going to be too wordy and every kid would want to read that at bedtime and so it was things like that really helped. Um, I totally get your love for picture books. I love picture books as well. They really, really speak to me. What do you love about them? Um, I think I always, the ones that I love most uh, probably have humour in them. I love, um, I particularly love text that doesn't always, if you were to read it without the pictures, it would be telling perhaps a slightly different story. I like the 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 words and the pictures do a different job and um and I think it's just sometimes there's there obviously there are also some really moving ones as well that I always remember reading to my boys I think there's just something really lovely about a picture book story that tells you know it's words and images and um and it can make you smile and it's a, obviously if you've got a child it's a lovely connection with them and um and there are definitely ones that I loved reading to my kids and there are ones that I'd love now that I'll I'll open time and time again and go back to. So tell us uh, when Hire came came out and what it's about. So Hire is about a little boy who basically wants to go really high up on a swing and um, and he and he keeps asking his mum to push him higher, higher and higher until eventually she does. And then it's that's kind of careful what you wish for because he ends up in space and then he's he has a little bit of trouble getting back down to earth. And so that's that's it's really simple. There's blunt less than I mean, basically the word higher in it is repeated. I don't know how many times, but um, a very, very little um, text. And um, and that's the idea of it. And where did, um, when did you pitch it and when did it get published? So that then was in once we'd gone into our first lockdown, that was mid uh, 2020. I was start I started to try and have other picture book ideas and that I pitched it. And that actually was one time where I already had a relationship then with Tash and Meg and um who is my editor at a firm press. And um and so at that stage, because we were already in conversations about um have you seen my friend? That happened really quickly. They, I sent it in. I think they replied to that email quickly and then a contract was sent out really quickly. That I didn't have a lot of waiting around for that one. So that I signed the contract for that. Um, uh, I think I just, I think it's a, 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 in mid-2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it came out? Oh, sorry, the following year. In so 2021 mid- as well. 
2022. Yeah. Sorry, no, 2022. 2022, right. Right, yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. And so in the meantime, you had written the manuscript for Get Your Act Together, Doris Kozlowski. What, when did you then decide, okay, it's ready, I've, I
uh, trying to get published, I think it is really important to remember that 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 your people in who work in children's publishing, and I'm sure you know adult publishing as well, they they just have got a lot going on. So don't always don't feel bad necessarily that they've forgotten about you or you know like even from the time when I met. Davina Bell at the very beginning which was like April May and she got back to me in December obviously my manuscript had popped into her head without me doing anything about it it's just that it took her that amount of time with all the other balls that she had going you know up in the air to get back to me so sometimes it's it can be a really long people always say you have to be really um, patient and I'm not a patient person at all but um, but it just it sort of just it is a weight, and it isn't always. It's not always a reflection of your work, or people have having forgotten or not being interested. Sometimes it's just that you know it's just not your time right now. They'll get round to it, and um, and so in answer to your question, sorry, um, now I have got a, another picture book contract with a firm press, and I'm working on another picture book for them as well at the moment so but that the picture book contract I've already signed that one won't be out until um 2025 so right. their list is for 2024 is already full and um and so that that and again you know that's just that's the way it is and um and so there's waiting for that now and so that's 2025 and I have um written an outline and I've started writing another middle grade novel. Wow, you're busy. So <laughs> um, are you now fitting this in with more of the freelance copywriting work as well? What's the balance? So the the really I just take um, whatever freelance uh, I can get. If, if it comes in, then I have to park my own writing. But um, But it isn't, it's not, I don't necessarily, I feel, I feel fortunate, you know, um, and privileged that I can be at home and work in my own space and I'm not trying, I'm not having to work. I know some people get up at 5am or earlier or whatever and just try and squeeze in a few hours before they have to leave and do their day job. And um, and so I am lucky to be able to just um, move things around kind of as I need to. And so if I don't have freelance work on, then I absolutely try and focus on my children's writing. But as soon as it comes in, I just have to park it and, and it, it waits basically. What um what did you get out of the uh, writing children's novels course? Oh, that was a great one because it um it uh again you know really naively I went into it thinking that I would just you know oh she thought that was funny I'll be able to just you know bash something out and it will all fall out in the right order and everything and um and so really my first draft if I look back at that I'm really embarrassed now and I think oh god that was in such a mess and it was in such a different order and um. And the characters weren't developed at all. But what what I really paid attention to in that course, and I'm doing now on my second novel again, is um, was this idea of really knowing your characters. So it was about I think I can't remember the exact um, format of it, but it was that you write, really write down a really detailed description of what your character looks like, all of their wants their characteristics, their personality traits, um, their relationships with other people, and that. I have a whole like, folder that I've kept that where I did that for each and every one of my characters and I didn't necessarily, I didn't, once I'd done it, I didn't keep referring to it and thinking, hang on a second, is that what um, Butcher thinks or is that what's what does Felicity, what would, you know, what's it, what's Felicity like again? I can't remember. I think it was more just the exercise of having done it and really thought every character through in detail. But then when I came 
to writing the actual book, it was all kind of already in my head. So it meant that I understood that, oh, no, that isn't how Howard re would react to that or, or that isn't something that Doris's mum would say because what Doris's mum really wants is blah, blah, blah. And I had kind of that was really helpful. It was to have it. I didn't actually I didn't enjoy doing it that much. It felt like, like a lot of homework. But in hindsight, having that all down really helped me then get on with the draft. So you mean that the the course basically um, helped you um, work out a system or a structure for character development? Is that right? Yes, for character development. Yeah, definitely. And what was the apart from that? What was the most useful thing about the course? Um, well, it pro probably then it it actually. Uh, well, firstly, I'd say that was the most useful thing, but probably then selfishly for me, it was having also having some feedback because I hadn't having access to Pamela and handing an assignment in every week and then her feeding back on and, and giving tips that I didn't, you know, you don't at that stage, I didn't have an editor. I didn't have a relationship with a publishing company. So there was no one telling me, yeah, this is good or this is or keep working on that or you need more of this or whatever. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen people say fabulous things about um get your act together, Doris Kozlowski, on Facebook. So um I'm I'm very excited for for what this book is going to be doing for you. Um what is the feeling that is different writing a picture book versus writing a much longer novel? Yeah, and also for a completely different age group. Yeah. So for me, um it was I found it, and I don't. I don't know what other writers are like. I found it once I had started writing Doris Kozlowski. I found it really hard to switch off from her. She. I found it a much more all-consuming experience. So when 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 you're working on picture books, obviously, if you want to read something through, um, you can read it through in like you know ten minutes. It's around the five hundred word mark. It doesn't take you know start to finish. If you're polishing something or thinking of something, you can. Obviously, you can spend days and weeks and months getting something right, but um, but you can then you can like read it and get to the end of it and go, yeah, or no, I'm going to come back. I'll leave that now and I'll come back to that tomorrow. I'll come back to that next week or whatever. But writing the novel, I found it the I found it difficult actually to walk out of my little office that I'm in now, or my we call it the playroom because it used to be the boys' playroom before I kicked them out of it. And um, made them take their Lego with them, and um, and uh, I found yeah, I, I found it hard to then walk out and stop thinking about it. Things were constantly like falling into place. Or while I was like standing, you know, listening to my boys talk about their day at school, I had to really be conscious of just switch off now. And um, but in bed, quite often in bed as well, I was trying to fall asleep. I'd be reading something else, and um. And she would come back into my head. I found her and all of the other characters in it. I just found the whole experience much more consuming. And um, and it was a real joy then to finish each draft and send it off so that I could have a break from her. Well, congratulations, Joe, on Have You Seen My Friend? Hire and Get Your Act Together, Doris Kozlowski. Can't wait to see what's going to happen with you next. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks, Valerie. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Joe. 
And this brings us to the end of the episode. Do connect with us on social media. I'd love to meet you online. We have a fantastic Facebook group for the listener community. Just for just search for So You Want to Be a Writer podcast community and request to join. I'd love to see you in there. There's lots of fabulous authors who are emerging, aspiring, established and, you know, veterans and as well as a smattering of agents and publishers as well. So do do request to join. I'd love to see you in there. And of course, feel free to connect with me personally um, on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as Valerie Koo, K-H-O-O. And I'm also, um, well, also on Facebook. And you can check out what's going on in my life in my parallel career um, at ValerieKoo.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Writer. You'll find the show notes at writercentre.com.au slash podcast or sign up for our awesome and often hilarious weekly newsletter at writercentre.com.au slash news where you'll find writing resources, giveaways, competitions and much more.